Welcome to the Simply You podcast, where I will be sharing health and fitness tips and tricks and information, and anything and everything about being a mom. My name is Kate Contreras, and I am with Kate Nicole Fitness. I am a certified personal trainer, wife, and mom of three. My husband and I have been married for nine years. We have three girls, seven, five, and five months. Needless to say, the last year has been quite a whirlwind learning how to be a family of five and having three kids, one being an infant, and we are just working on figuring out what our new norm is. Thank you so much for joining me for my Simply You podcast, and I'm excited to share with you. Hello, everyone. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today um, for a podcast on boundaries. Um, How many of us need to set more boundaries and don't? Probably most of us. One thing that I have learned um, as I have added children to our family, especially now that we have three, um, how important it is not just for me to set boundaries for myself with my children and others, but also um, teaching them to set boundaries as well. So um, again, I am Kate Contreras. I am a personal trainer and I love and am super passionate about health and fitness and mom life and everything and um, in between. So um, I was thinking the other day and I was like, you know what? I feel like if I would have known these tips that we have put in place with our kids earlier, I would have been way further ahead. So I wanna share with you four tips that I have on setting boundaries with and for your children um, and also for yourself. So tip number one, this is huge. This is something I, gosh, just in the last maybe six months, Um, have I, I came up with this, I decided to do it and it's amazing and it worked. And what it is, is it's called a mommy timeout. It's that simple, a mommy timeout. I don't know how many of you, um, with kids, you'll say, okay, you need to take a timeout in your bedroom or you do set them in timeout because, um, they did, you know, that's their discipline and they did something, um, they weren't supposed to. So they get a timeout to kind of think about what they did and calm themselves and all of those things. So a timeout is not always a bad thing. A timeout is just you saying, I wanna take some time for myself to think, to meditate, to just step away from the situation. And a mommy timeout is by far one of the best things I have started implementing for myself and my children, like hands down. So what I do is, it can be something as simple as I am trying to post this picture of my beautiful kids and I'm trying to write out some text with the picture and the kids are just mommy, 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 mommy. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like it's taking me five years to do this. I can't, I'm not getting it done, but I'm also not fully engaged with my kids when they are trying to tell me something. So, um, I will say, you know what? Mommy needs to take a timeout. I'm going to take a 10 minute timeout. And I always say, um, Google, Google's right behind me. So I'm not going to say it too loud and say what I'm really supposed to say. <laughs> so I say, Google set a timer for 10 minutes. 
um, and depending on the ages of your kids. So my kids are seven, five, and almost seven months. Um, so really it's for the older two. Um, and sometimes I can have the baby. Sometimes I, you know, need to put the baby down, give her to my husband or something because I just need time for myself. So when you're feeling overwhelmed and your kids are asking you questions and telling you things and you're just, it's just constant, 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 especially after school because they sit there and they're not allowed to talk except for at recess and then they just save it up for us. And it's like, okay, I need a break too. So I just set my timer with Google and then I tell my kids, mommy's taking a time out for 10 minutes and whatever you need, I would love to help you with that or any questions you have, I will answer those after the timer goes off. So Google, set timer for 10 minutes. And this does take practice. So um, the first few times that I did this, I would have to, you know, they'd be go, but mommy, it's really important. Honey, I'm, I'm sure that it is. Um, and I can't wait to see what you have to ask me in 10 minutes when my timer, when the timer goes off. But mommy, ugh, I know, honey, it's really hard to be patient, but I would love to help you as soon as the timer goes off. And then they would go off. And then it would be, um, mommy, I just have a question. Oh, I, I know, and I know it's important and I cannot wait, um, to answer your question once the timer goes off. And it's that constant kind of redirecting. And not only is it, um, you speaking of boundaries. <laughs> All right, go. I'm almost done. Um, and my five-year-old just wanted to pop in. We're still working on that one. Second child syndrome. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, not only am I teaching them that mommy gets time too, which in essence teaches them that they get to take a time out on their own if they need to step away from a situation, um, have some time to themselves, that that's okay. So I'm demonstrating that to them. I'm setting my own boundaries, which then once that timer goes off, I can now fully engage with my kids and really be present for their questions they have or their stories they want to tell me or anything like that so that I'm not feeling like I'm getting pulled in all these different directions or that I'm not being a good mom because I'm on my phone, even if it's for my business or just personal. Like you, It doesn't have to be a job or an appointment that you take time. You can just take time because you want to take time and you want to scroll Facebook or you want to scroll Instagram and you want to do it uninterrupted. That is absolutely okay. And we have so much mom guilt for everything else we do in life. Like we don't need to add that as well. So set those boundaries for yourself and also to teach your kids that they too can set boundaries and that, you know what, in life, when they get into the real world, they're not going to be able to just ask their boss, a question or tell their boss something every two seconds. So you're teaching them that patience and that you're, you're not going to be able to just have everything handled on a whim. Like you can't just go, I need this. I need that, that, that instant gratification. We need to start teaching our kids that you cannot just get everything you want as soon as you want it. Um, also with this, um, it's, empowering your kids because if you take the time and don't you're not it's so easy let me back up it's so easy to the minute your kid um 
has a question, needs you to do something to just do it and then move on, right? But what you're doing is you're also doing more things for them and you're not empowering them to A, be a problem solver, B, um, figure out things on their own and um, empower them to go, oh, I can do this. Um, and you also are teaching them how to be self-sufficient because guess what? We're not going to be around all the time and every second of every day for the rest of their lives. So if you teach them those, those tips and tricks and um, just allowing them to have the time to be self-sufficient, problem solve on their own, things like that, that's going to help them in the long run in life as well let alone just yourself in the moment and long term because you're filling your cup as well when you're taking that time out because you're saying, um, my cup is empty. I cannot pour into you guys until I refill mine. And that is 100% okay. And you should do that because we deserve it. Okay. So tip number one, take a mommy time out. And tip number two, um, this is something I'm having to work really hard with others on in setting boundaries and that's not allowing the kids to interrupt um when i was a elementary school teacher i learned from another teacher that had been teaching for years um and she has certain times of the day um when there's when the kids were supposed to be working on independent um assignments and she would write on the board bvd and it, it reminds me of, <laughs> of men's underwear every time I say it, BVD. But it stands for bleeding, vomiting, or dying. So if kids have questions, because these days, like I said, the instant gratification and then not having to problem solve for themselves and figure things out because it's just easier to do it for them, whether you're the mom or the teacher or the whatever. Um, so... I would, I would do this as a teacher as well. And I would put BVD on the board and I'm like, okay guys, it's BVD time. So you may not talk to me unless you're bleeding, vomiting, or dying. Those are the only three reasons that you should, um, come and interrupt me during my, my time to get your, um, papers graded or whatever I needed to do lesson planning for them, but also that independent time they needed to do their work. So with my kids, um, this has started, I've been better about this. I've been doing a lot of therapy um, and I have learned that I need to set boundaries. And so if I'm talking with my mom and they come up, oh, hey, Nini, blah, 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 blah. And it's so easy to just say, oh, honey, and answer the question. No, we are in the middle of a conversation. They need to wait and they can wait unless they're bleeding, vomiting, or dying, okay? So one thing that we've done, and my friend Kara put this on social media like, years ago, one thing she does with her daughter, and we've now implemented with our um, daughters as well, is if they have a question or they need to tell me something, but I'm in the middle of a conversation, they put their hand on my leg, I put my hand on theirs to let them know, I understand that you wanna talk to me as soon as I'm done with this conversation. Um, so I will finish the thought that I'm saying or whatever in that during that conversation, then I'll say, okay, now what can I help you with? Help them and then I can go back to continue the conversation, but I'm not gonna stop mid-thought. I'm not gonna let the other person as well when it is my children that are interrupting. So again, I let them, they put their hand on my leg to say, I need your, 
I need some attention from you. I put my hand on their hand so they know that I am aware of them and that they need me as soon as I have a chance to address whatever issue or need that they have. Um, and when they try to, so if my, my mom and I are having a conversation or even my husband and I are having a conversation and they come in and say, and I'll say, no, mommy and Nini or mommy and daddy, we're in the middle of a conversation and we will help you as soon as you're done. And, but, but we will be with you in a minute because you're teaching them respect because it's rude to interrupt unless you're bleeding, bombing, you're dying. Like, let's be real. Those are okay reasons. <laughs> but otherwise, um, you, it's rude. So you're teaching them respect. Again, you're teaching them boundaries. Um, and you deserve to be able to have an adult conversation with another adult, even if your children are around and get your cup filled again. That's all part of that um, filling your cup and then you can fill your children's and your family's cup. Um, so that is tip number two is do not allow your children to interrupt unless they're bleeding, vomiting, or dying. Um, tip three, stop means stop and no means no. Um, I do this, this kind of started, um, I did this with my kids when they were super, super young. Um, I mean, toddlers. Um, and it basically, if, um, you know, we're, I'm going to say we're wrestling around. We don't wrestle. My husband wrestles with the kids. And if they say stop, then you stop because stop means stop. No means no. And I started that because of, I when they potentially get into a situation when they're older and they tell someone to stop, like if they're being attacked, if somebody is being physical with them and they're not wanting it to be physical um, and they say stop or they say no, I'm ingraining that in them right now that that needs to be respected. Because if we don't respect them at home when they say no or stop, then we're teaching them that even if you say no or stop to somebody else, like they may not, and that just has to be okay with you. And it's not, it's not okay. Um, if, you know, they're tickling me or I'm tickling them and the other person doesn't want it, we say, no, please stop. And it stops immediately. And if they are just being like, oh no, stop, blah, blah, blah. We stop and if they say, no, I want you to continue, then that's then that's different. Um, I mean, or that's, that's the process of it. We don't just assume that they're being playful and they're just teasing about um, saying stop or no. I know that when, um, gosh, I was, I was in my late 20s um, and I was in my apartment in California and I had someone over and um, I was stopping something from happening and um, he thought I was just kidding because Sometimes people are playful like, oh no, don't stop. I'm teaching my kids that if you say don't or stop, you mean it. And we are going to respect that and everyone else should respect that as well. Um, it's not a damsel in distress like, oh, <laughs> no, stop. Like, absolutely not. We are teaching them that they have the right to stop anything that's happening. Um, and the other person has to respect that. And if they don't, that's not okay. So... 
that is a huge one too. Even when the kids are, you know, messing around and doing something that's bothering me, even if it's not in my physical space, no means no, stop means stop. So that's tip number three. Um, my last tip, number four, personal space. My body, my choice. So this too is setting boundaries. And um, three and four kind of for me go together because I started this with my children again very young because I want them to know that um, if they get into a situation that they don't feel comfortable um, whether it's a family member or a stranger or a friend or anything like that, um, they don't have to just go along with, with whatever the other person is wanting them to do. Um, I don't know how in-depth I should get this. So basically, um, if, you know, um, and I had to, I had to kind of teach other people how to um, have boundaries for my kids because my kids don't know how to set their own boundaries at this age. I'm having to tell them I'm the one that has to, um, it, you know, it's my job to protect them and to set their boundaries for them and teach them how to set their own boundaries as they get older and are able to communicate that. Um, so for instance, and I, and I talked about this a little bit, um, in one of my other podcasts, um, that I did, but, um, if I'm, you know, if we're saying goodnight to the children and they, I'm like, okay, um, hug and a kiss and they don't want to, okay. They shouldn't have to give me a hug and a kiss just because I want them to, just because I'm the adult and they're the child. That is not okay. Um, with grandparents, aunts, uncles, anything like that, we never force affection. Um, it is your body, your choice. And I think, and even with each other. Um, so, so my girls again are seven and five. Um, so they're 22 months apart, really close in age. And, um, especially the five-year-old will go up and, and want to just squeeze a seven-year-old and give her a hug and all of this. And, um, if the seven-year-old doesn't want it, the five-year-old must let her go. And we keep reiterating her body, her choice. If she says no, if she says stop, if she doesn't want that, you need to respect that. Because I don't, again, I don't want them to ever think that just because this person is an adult or a family member and you're not wanting to be physical, um, whether it's a hug, a kiss, or anything else that, you know, a bad person would do, um, that they just have to go along with it because they're the kid. And they're, you know, that's an adult that's doing this. No, it is never okay. So that kind of dove a little, a little bit into um, kind of a deep, deeper conversation. But it is all about, all of those things are around and about boundaries and how we need to set them for ourselves, but also model that for our kids. Um, especially as moms, I feel like we don't always set boundaries um, because we're just the mom and we just kind of just keep muddling along and doing our thing. Um, but no, you don't have to do that. And it's important that you don't, not just for you, but like I said, also modeling for your kids. I didn't have that model. Sorry, mom. Um, we don't have a lot of boundaries in my family and not, um, not in a bad way or not in a, <laughs> I mean, I think not having boundaries is not a good thing, but, um, 
you know, not, not too in depth. I mean, you know, my body, my choice, of course, was always not said that way, but in that, in that respect, but you know, the taking time for yourself and the not allowing the kids to interrupt, that was not, not really modeled. And, um, I want to make sure that again, I get my cup filled by taking a time out if I need one, but also that I'm teaching my kids that it's okay for them too, as well. Thank you guys so much. I hope that these tips helped. Um, I would love to hear if these are things that you already are implementing in your life, with your family, um, with yourself, um, or if you have any other tips that you do with your kids that may be different than what other people do. Um, but please, 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 if you're not already setting boundaries, start doing it, implement even one or two of these things that I've listed. Um, again, take a mommy time out. Um, do not allow children to interrupt your conversation. Stop means stop, no means no, and personal space, my body, my choice. You guys have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday, and thank you so much for joining me.